Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. And once again, this is Evangelist Benny Riddle, and I've got my co-founder and my big brother, Pastor Connors Marvey. Say hey. Good afternoon to all. Um, we are doing Revelation series for end-time living, and we're doing this because we feel that we need to understand what is going on in this particular day and age, what will be going on in this particular day and age, and what we need to do to stay close and what we need to do to keep his word. But before we go into this, uh, grab your Bible, get your pen, your pencil, and have your mind ready to learn. We'll be picking up with Revelation, the first chapter, and the seventh verse. But before we do that, we're going to pray to open us up. We're going to pray as the Lord taught in Matthew 6, 9 to 13. And he said, when you pray, pray in this manner. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right. My big brother, he is our teacher. And I'm going to turn it over to him, Pastor Mobley. Well, a big God bless you to each one of you and to my beloved sister, Evangelist Benny Riddle. Thank each one of you as we celebrate your life that is hid with Christ in God in this season to where God is trying to tell us something. <laughs> in this season where God is trying to show us better than he can tell us. Y'all know how we was when we were all children, and every generation is yet growing weaker, yet wiser, and there's such a great falling away because we have lost our way. And in so doing, this book of the Revelation is just that. Uh, I share with people all the time, if we just read the first line out of the first verse, the Revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him, to show his servants what must soon take place. And that's really all is what it's about. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ himself. And thereby, even with all of the quote-unquote mystical, symbolical things that we find in the text, we cannot lose sight that it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So on this day, we're picking up from verse 
number seven, and it starts out with the word look. And in so doing, all of us can look, but each one of us can see something different based on our mindset of how we're looking at it. So we can all go to the window and somebody will look down and see mud, where someone else can look up and see the sunshine. <laughs> it, it, is, it is looking out of the same window, but yet we have different viewpoints based on the direction to which our eyes lead us to. So the text says, look. And the last time I checked, you can't look unless your eyes are open and you know what you're looking <laughs> at and know what you're paying attention to. That not forces your hand, but watch what it does. God has designed for our eyes to see, not our ears, but our eyes to see and our ears to hear. So notice how it comes right out the gate. Uh, from the NIV translation, it says, look. Uh, in other uh, study Bibles, King's Version, it'll say, behold. Both saying the same thing. He is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. Now, when I read the text backwards, and don't, don't get upset now, this is kind of practice that I do, just get a different uh, reviewing of the text. Look how it says it when I read the text backwards, Revelation 1, verse 7. Will mourn because of him all the peoples of the earth, even those who pierced him, and every eye will see him, and look, he's coming with the clouds. Lord have mercy. See, it is important that when we see and when we read this text, that we first come into the knowledge of the truth that all of us must have eyes to see, or else we can't look with our ears. We have to look with our eyes to see. And if we're going to see him just as he is, here the text is giving us how he is coming and why we need to keep looking, looking not just unto the hills from which cometh our help, but we've got to look beyond that and see his coming with the clouds, just as he went up, as he told his disciples the same man, I'm going to return back. He hopped on a cloud, y'all. Lord have mercy, right in the midst of his disciples. Right. The cloud came down, and he stepped on the cloud, and the cloud took him on up. Right. And he is, in the same manner, he's coming back, just that way. And watch this now. I tell everybody, oftentimes, especially during funerals, that all of us are going to see him, but there's going to be a differentiation of how he will address us. Either he will say, 
to some welcome enter into your father's kingdom that has been prepared for you before the foundations of the world. And then others on the flip side, he'll say, depart from me because I don't know you. I don't know who you are. You know, uh, it, it's just going to be just that way where every eye will see him. Now, I need us to know, he is not these pictures that has been painted for us <laughs> over the centuries. That's not him. That's not him. No. <laughs> he, he may look like somebody, but no, that's not him at all. And we can't even paint the picture of what he looks like, per se, because watch this. When Jesus was born, and upon him dying, he came back with his resurrected body to prove to us each one of us shall be changed. Now, I oftentimes say this at funerals and families get very upset with me, but I have to tell them I'm here to tell you the truth. I, I can't lie to you because then God will hold me accountable for not telling you the truth. But whoever we see, that, that lies in front of us, that's in a coffin uh, where the breath of God has left their body and, and we're there uh, memorializing, quote-unquote, their life that has been lived among us. And I hear people and preachers and all that kind of stuff talk about, oh, we're going to see them again and this, that, and the other. That's not necessarily true. The key is all of us going to see him. That's what the text said. Look. He's coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. So the focus of attention ain't looking for my mother, my father, my brothers, my sisters, my aunties and uncles and grandparents. No, 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 no. We look at the first person we're going to see, <laughs> it's going to be, we're going to see Jesus coming with the clouds, and we're going to look, and every eye will see him. Notice how now John places in the text, even those who pierced him and all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him, so shall it be, with an explanation mark, amen. Notice here that, that, that God's word, in his complete fulfillment, will come just as he said it already in his word. It, it, it's not, he's not altering what he said. He's going to do just what he said he's going to do. And the key is, is that just as Jesus made it clear in Matthew's gospel that there's going to appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and with great glory. Now, when we see him, the key is, is that all of a sudden, here's what's going to take place at that given time. We're going to see him for those of us who've accepted him, and we're going to see him for those of us who rejected him. The reason why I believe we have to see him is because all of us need to know him just like we are known amongst each other. Okay, here's a primary example. All of us as babies and children, we responded to our parents because those were the two individuals that we saw more than anyone else. 
As we grew up, then we started to meet other folk who told us who they were to us and we were to them. Uh, So therefore, we started connecting the dots as to who knows us and who knows of us as we know of them. Then we started getting older. We started going to school. Then we started having classmates. Uh, Then we started having friends. Then we started classifying who was best friends. Uh, Then we started intertwining in socialism and intertwining with individuals that know who were good for us versus who were not good for us. Our parents knew that better than we did ourselves. They would tell us, no, you can't go or you can't hang or I don't want you around, such, such, and such. And we can almost bring up in our minds and say, well, why or why not? They're they in right. my class or why I can't do this, why I can't up? And our parents would discipline us in such a way and say, listen, hear what I'm telling you. I don't want you hanging around or spending time. Didn't say that we can speak and be cordial and kind enough to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, right. or how you doing, but didn't right. want us to intertwine in such a way because they already picked up through the spirit rim whether or not this individual is right for us to connect with because not everybody can be called your friend. Right. And so the text here where John is finding himself looking, which means his eyes are wide open, and he's showing us through the text who's coming with the cloud. And he's trying to help us to see that every eye will see him. Those who knew him while here and those who ignored him while here on the planet called Earth. Every one of us are going to see him just as he is, even those who crucified him, who pierced him, those who mocked him, those who 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 ridiculed him, those who spit on him, everyone is going to see him, and he's coming back in his resurrected form. That's why Jesus was able to spend the time on earth without any kind of fear of being noticed, quote-unquote, as the crucified one, because when he rose from the dead, he came in a resurrected body form, not the one that he died with, but the one he rose again with. God have mercy. And here it is. The text is trying to help us to understand and to see, as I read the text backwards once again out of the NIV translation, so shall it be, amen. And all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him, even those who pierced him, and every eye will see him. Look. He's coming with the clouds. My, my, my. And sis, and to all of those tuned in listening today, it is important that in this season we start looking up. Right. Stop, stop looking at what's just ahead of you or in front of you or looking behind you. We need to start looking up because we are so enough living in the last times wherein we need to behold him coming on with clouds. We need to start looking for him. We need to start seeing him because he can come at any moment or time where he so chooses to come 
but we got to do like the old folks, don't let them catch us with our works undone because he kept telling us all through his word, keep looking up. Keep looking because you don't know. No man knows the day nor the hour when the Son of Man shall appear. But when he cometh, like the text is saying, when he does come, he's coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, and even those who pierced him and all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, this, this text is causing every one of us in the body of Christ to really ask of the Lord, please search my heart and, and my spirit heart, which is my mind. Let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Because every one of us has to make a determination, have to make an affirmation, have to make a statement of, of, of belief systems, yeah, so that we understand in whom we're serving because we can't serve two masters. We're going to love one and hate the other. And the key is, is that if the text says, and every eye shall see him or will see him, we better believe that and take God at his word on that. And for those who pierced him, not those who just pierced him then while he hung on the cross, but many of us within the body of Christ who pierced him, Lord have mercy, and, and felt good about it or, or felt we were justified by it, wherein we've lost souls because we were trying to kill him again when he's already died, rose again, sitting on the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf, saying, Father, make them one as we are one. Did you know that's all Jesus is praying for us for right now? Father, right. make them one as we are one. And he's continuing because our eye is the mind's eye. Uh, uh, our eye that we see through helps us with vision. Our, our eye causes us to see uh, properly, to discern clearly, to attend to uh, uh, as we could and as we should, to experience what it is that we see, and we will see him. Lord, have mercy. And and that's going to be a day of reckoning. Some will be rejoicing, yes, Lord, while others will be in preparation for eternal damnation to their own souls. Well, teacher, question. Okay, working with that word more mm -hmm. and... You know, we're all going to see him. Well, I guess what I'm looking at is, okay, when he comes back and it said that and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him, couldn't you say that it would be where the people are saying, Believers and 
unbelievers, we did this to him. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, when we yeah. see when we see the nail prints and yeah. and and like you said, the picture that's painted with the nail going through his hand, no, the nail no. was in his wrist. Okay? That's right. But you gotta understand the ancient word for hand, ancient word in Hebrew or Greek for the hand extended down past your wrist. That's right. Okay. That's right. So the nail prints in his wrist, the nail prints in his feet. Yeah. That was a painful thing to have to go through. Yes, Lord. And 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 to me, yeah, every time I think about the the okay, the movie The Passion of the Christ and yeah. how real that was, the torture that he went through. And then after being whipped and beat to almost the point of not being able to recognize him and then to be nailed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. did that for me. Oh, my. Yes, that's grief yes, that, that hurts. Yes, indeed. Because and guess what? Like I said yesterday, I wouldn't be willing to go through nothing like that for no wicked world like this. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm. No. See, that's mm. where that selfish side and that human side would kick in. Uh, yes, if I'm going to save anybody, it's going to be me and mine and them that I consider my extended family. The rest of y'all can, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> you know, but yeah. to see that he did this for all of us. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mourn. I, I feel that we would mourn too, not just seeing the imprints, but then knowing that those that lived with unbelief, finding out that he is who he say he is. I would rather live believing and finding out that it wasn't than to live not believing and find out that he is. Lord have mercy. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Because see, to find out that he is and you didn't make preparation to be with Lord him, that's another that's another side of that morning. Yeah, hey, I, right. I, I, hey, I got to go over here. I'm sorry. you. I, see you later. But right now, I got to go over here and be with him. I hate that you didn't prepare. Mm. Wow. You know, that's just another, that's just another, you know, yeah. Look at it, maybe. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I'm seeing it um, really an eye-opener for those who knew better but wouldn't do better. Right. That it would be such a godly sorrow. I, I believe folk would literally that the Lord is going to allow them to feel the weight of sin and sorrow he had to endure on our behalf. Now 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 follow me on that one. It's it's that 
is that spirit of grace and supplication, but yet sometimes, and this is for all of us, sometimes we got to feel something before we know it, it's real. If, if we don't if we don't feel it, we'll we'll just you know okay, body uh-huh. die and pass it by as if it doesn't mean anything. But I firmly believe from this text that it is going to be such with godly sorrow and the weight of the sorrow of the world uh, that will that will bear on individuals' lives, especially those of us who knew better and just wouldn't do better, those right. of us who were in tune and yet got out of tune because we felt, okay, we got plenty of time or whatever our excuses might have been. Because uh, for those who did not know him and were not acquainted with him, I, I believe they're going to feel some pain, but not that kind of godly sorrow and the weight of the sorrow of the world to which Jesus undertook and undergirded on our behalf, I firmly believe says that many will feel that kind of weight upon their shoulders knowing that he canceled the death sentence that was on each one of us and rescued us through him giving his life and they refusing to give their life back to him for him giving his life on their behalf, they're going to feel it. They're going to really feel what godly sorrow and maybe even the sorrow of the whole world, just as Jesus felt it on our behalf. And, you know, wow. we're descriptively speaking, of course, but, but yet I, I really believe that it's, it's a possibility. That's why this explanation of the morning thing coming on us because every one of us need to adhere to the fact that upon his return wherever I shall see him and behold him just as he is but just like the text says to us he's coming everybody won't see him and the earth will mourn because of him meaning those who will be left here or have to be judged accordingly as their work shall be because they did not take that word seriously when they heard it, whether they were a child, whether they were a teenager, whether they became an adult. Uh, I believe every excuse and every denunciation of thinking, okay, well, I didn't know that it'll be recorded in such a way, it'll keep flashing back in their minds the times and all that over all the years and all those kinds of things when they had an opportunity and just didn't do it or refused him and did it in ignorance. And you know ignorance is when you I-G-N-O-R ignore teaching when it's being taught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just for so many of us, we, 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 we just have a hard time uh, receiving from the Lord. I don't know why it is that we have such a hard time in hearing him during the time that we can experience now of refreshing. Why is it that we just turn a deaf ear to him when he speaks to the church saying, amen, even so, and the cry comes, come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. And, and that's where the angels are, are responding on our 
behalf because God is faithful and just, and he's already forgiven us of our sins and already have cleansed us from all unrighteousness, but yet we ourselves can get caught up, quote-unquote, with the sorrows and the cares of this world until if we're not careful, we'll miss out on his coming because if he's coming like a thief in the night, that thief don't remind you, okay, I'm going to be there around uh, 5 to 9. Make sure that right. the windows are unlocked and your doors are unlocked. Don't you be home now. And if you are, I don't want you hollering and screaming because I'm coming in there anyhow. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think he he'd he, he come silently. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, he's going to come with a thunder. And, and I really firmly believe that he's got to get folks' attention. Yeah. And I don't care what's going on in this day and season, for those who are still walking around in darkness thinking they're in the light will be sadly mistaken when his arrival does come. My mm. God, and every eye going to see him just as he is. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Wow. Yes, I know, Lord. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It grabs you, sis, because we 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 know that he is coming, uh, yes. just as he said he is, and we just don't know when, but it pays all of us to prepare for him, his soon coming, is sooner than we think. Yep. And you know what? He even said, he even said that, you know, Daddy is the only one that knows when I that shall return. That's but right. when he, That's but right. when he tells me to get, when he tells me to do it, I'm coming. There you go. So, hey, it's one of them things. Hey, be ready, whichever way it works. Be ready. Yeah, because he's just like ready or not, here I come. That's it. Remember when we played hide and go seek and you, you get to ten or twenty, whatever. Ready or not, here I come, and everybody's still scrambling around trying to find somewhere to hide. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But then, hey, yeah. check out verse eight. Yeah. Where he says, "I am the Alpha and the Omega." The beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Yeah. Talk to us about that one. Well, when he says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, it is the arresting of our attention to know that it's a demanding thought of why he tells the church we got to keep looking up because we don't know when he's coming. And when he uses the terminology of the Greek alpha and the omega, who is, who was, and who is to come, the almighty, he's talking from creation past, creation present, and creation future based on the transcendent being of his existence because he always was. <laughs> he just became flesh 
and dwelt among us, and we beheld him in all of his glory. And then he had to go through a transition of, of, of dying in the flesh to which he was born in the earth to carry and then came up with a resurrected body that was totally unnoticeable. That's why he was able to stay for 40 more days after the resurrection, and, and they didn't recognize him. Nobody knew who he was, just a, another mere man, but yet he had transformed into the glorified state of to which we shall see him in that format when he comes back. And so when this text speaks to us as he announces himself, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. I firmly believe, says, that here the text is helping us to see that Jesus is still saying, I am, is, <laughs> I am which was, I am, which is to come. So it, we don't have no doubts about his authority. We don't have no doubts about his servanthood. We don't have any doubts about his representation of the infinite one. Uh, he is eternal in his eternity. And so the eternity is, is that which uh, has uh, no beginning and no end to it. It's a, it's a continuum basis. And it's based upon, I firmly believe, sis, and all of us listening today, is that all of us have had a beginning, and we have to know all of us do have an end coming. And the key is, based on our beginnings, from the beginning of life itself, we have all have grown, we all have matured, we all have developed into uh, matured individuals as adults, and in turn, we took on the same kind of responsibilities that our parents had over us as we raising our children or grandchildren and it passing on to the next and to the next generation. And I believe that this is the commencement out of this text of a continuance on all things that will be hanging on his will because he really made it real clear to us based on the text. He says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. So he's expressing to us his eternal state of being. And whenever we experience that on a, on a daily basis, prayerfully, as we talk with God, communicate with him, let him talk back to us in and through his word, then we'll know beyond the shadow of a doubt that all of our life, only our life that is hid with Christ in God is all that really matters most. Uh, there are some things, sis, and I'm going to stretch out here a little bit on faith, that there's some things to which faith and prayer won't work. <laughs> yeah. if, if, if we've been instructed through Jesus making it clear to us, I am the way. I am the truth, I am the life. 
No man can come unto the Father except by me. Then we ought not to think that he has forgotten us or have neglected us or have forsaken us. No, when all of life will be extinguished because of the transformation of of going back to the chaos, going back to the lost and found location, going back to to where he he canceled our debt of sin and hell and death and damnation to our soul. Uh, going back to that particular place to remind those really what he had to go through in order to provide us with such a great salvation that folks still ignored and that folks still denied and that folks still betrayed it and folks still did not pay attention to, did not want to hear what he had to say because then the next piece is coming for them to experience an eternity of lostness, an eternity of chaos, an eternity of burning without ever being extinguished. Mm. Have mercy. Mm. And mm. I know that picture, I, we got to paint the picture because mm. there are those who still can't see it to know that the love of God has been so extended toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Right. And because he commended his love toward us, it is based upon what he's done, not what we do, but what we confess with our mouths to Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So our life in the natural sense has to be extinguished because all of us were born in, in sin and shaped in iniquity, and that's how we came out of our mother's womb. But, but, but thank God for the new births we will then have on a new identity of being changed. So I firmly believe this is, and I tell folks this all the times, most times, definitely at funerals and whatnot, that the person you see here, you won't see them anymore just like this because you can't be changed and look the same. There's just no way. Right. And the key is, is that what would you want to be changed into? Away. From and into. Because if, if it's your sins that's going to find you out, sin will change your whole appearance, my God, until you will look like a devil. <laughs> and, and, and and appear like one in such a way because with God, God is love. And so here it is, if he gave his son and his son gave his life, that we might have life to live it in him and to have it to live in him more abundantly, then we have a hope that that, that lies beyond the sky. We've got help out of Zion. We, we've, we've got a refreshing of re, uh, the refiner's fire that burns within us so that we'll know that the Lord, he is God, and that it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sis. I ain't mean to take over. Come on. Uh -uh, so let's, uh, no, let's talk this together. no, Come no, on, no, yeah. no, my, no. My, my. not taking over. <laughs> I'm glad that you are teaching. You're teaching this because 
We need to know. We need to know. Yes. And Lord. you're breaking it down so beautifully. And, mm. and, you know, just to know that, like you said, what do you say? I am is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am was. That's it. And I am is to come. That's it. Um, and 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 then he capped it off with Almighty. Yeah. That that is to me. That's the that's like the cherry on the cake. Yes, Lord. He is all right. He's God's son. God is Almighty. Guess what? Jesus Christ is too. That's the truth. The son is the one that brought the father's blueprint into existence. My God. Daddy thought of the plan, but the son is the one that said, let there be. That's it. That's right. So if we look back into this very same writer that's writing this book of Revelation, John already had the revelation when he wrote the book of John. They said, in the beginning was what? Yeah, the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes, on down in there, he said, and nothing was made that was made. That's it. Mm-hmm. Then you come yeah. over here and and you find out I am is, I am was, and I am is to come, the yeah. Almighty. Keep telling you who he is. That's the truth, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And like we always say, how are you going to outthink the thinker? Lord, help us here. Oh, uh, yeah, I, like you said, yeah, I got plenty of time. No, you don't. Because if we pay attention, that's the reason why we're doing this series. If we pay attention to what is going on around us, my God, my God, we will see. This is the revelation. Yeah, but he's saying we got some stuff that we're going to have to go through and see and witness before we come back. But it don't That's mean right. that it's going to be a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed, preacher, that sometimes the things that we say or the things that we hope for, no sooner as we hope for it, boom, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. My, my, my. And I have found myself guarding myself about what my thoughts are or in response to certain situations mm-hmm. because what I'm finding out is is that when I go and say something, a lot of times it don't take long, and I don't want badness to happen to nobody. So I'd be like that old song, Lord, bright on my tongue while I run this race. 
because our words do have effect. However, this word here, almighty, this means that, to me, it means that, guess what? He the one that got his hand on everything. That is the truth. He sure do. So, preacher, question. Mm-hmm. Since we're supposed to know this, why do we freak out so? Because we really don't know it. See, that go to one of the things that we're going to be mourning about, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. That is the truth. You, you you know it's 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 almost just like our parents knew us better than we knew ourselves, and in spite of whatever our parents raised us, trained us, molded us, shaped us, and I'm talking about old school time now. That that the key was was that it was already identified whenever we were not with them or around others, others knew who we belonged to based on the disciplines to which we had to show. Yeah. So it was yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir, thank you, those kinds of, you, you know what I'm trying to say, the manners that we had to, had to go with and walk with and always was told, glory to God, that, that you, you already have so you don't have to ask for anything. But if you're offered something and it's something that you would like and you have the ability to say, well, thank you or no thank you. Right. But don't mess, don't mess around with it. Don't, don't take it knowing that you're not going to eat it because you know parents are older that sit right there and tell you, now you're going to eat it. Since you took That's it, right. you're going to eat it. I don't care what you, how you feel about it. You That's can't it. say you didn't want That's it, because if you didn't want it, you should not have taken it. That's right. Or you shouldn't have asked for it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the key is, that's exactly, I believe, how the Almighty, because out of the word Almighty comes light, L-I-G-H-T, and, and he's going to bring the light on, turn the switch on, so that we'll be able to see exactly all things that have been spoken pertaining to us, and we are living, we will be, quote-unquote, living the present tense of that nowness in the word. You know, as we, us being changed and so forth in a moment, you know, that's, that's even faster than a blink or faster yeah. than a second or faster than a, just a, a breath in or out. And the key is, is that once we've been changed, we, we have to keep reminding people that you're not going to have any memory of this past life or this present life that we live, or else we'll be found guilty of bringing sin right back in to the creation of the new, of the new earth and new heaven. So we, we won't have any again. reflection. Say that if, again. We had a, if we had a memory that we can go back to and start talking stuff, we would then find ourselves in the position of bringing that stuff right back in to a new setting with a new 
heaven and a new earth that has nothing to do with the old heaven and the old earth that has passed away. See, and I firmly believe that says how God is going to make it so much so based on how his word details it to us in real reality. Just like we just read the text. Let me just read it one more time. When Jesus says in verse 8, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is present tense and who was past tense and who is to come future tense, the Almighty. And I believe, since that's it, that, that it's going to be just that way until none of us will ever have a question, no doubts, no nothing. I think we'll be in so much awe. Lord have mercy if he allowed us to have any feelings like we would feel now. <laughs> Most of us have been unpassed out. <laughs> I'm talking under the option of the Holy Ghost now. Right, right, right. <laughs> as, to, as to the awe and majesty of his power. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. reason why he tells us, hey, look, our little pea brains can't fathom. Come on here. I know that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Because it would be such an overwhelming. Yeah. And the, and the only way probably, that we you know can that. endure that overwhelming is to be changed into that's those it. immortal bodies because, you know, then we'll know. That's the truth, sis. The veil will become. That's it. And we'll become those kind of uh, transcendent beings um, uh, of how he had created uh, Adam in the beginning. Um, We we, we would have that transcendent um, being, um, I want to say it. It it would be so much so until... um, we would no longer know anything outside of that to which God had created from the very beginning. No thoughts of past life, not even thinking that we had one. You know, uh, we we would just be, when it says we shall be changed in a moment, I personally really believe that biblically and spiritually speaking until we'll have no kind of thought whatsoever because if the Lord allowed us to have it, uh, most of us would probably take advantage and try to recreate something to paint the picture back over again to which we've been delivered of and delivered out of and delivered from. Yeah. (laughs) Because... We are so arrogant to the point Lord, that we us, feel yeah. that we can outthink the thinker. And he Be said, he's telling us, you can't do this. Thank it's, you. It's, you, you, you it's, it's not possible. You're no. not going to be able to do this. Mm-mm. That is the truth. Tell Mm-mm. us about, before we close, Let's look at verse 9. Yes. And he says, I, John, both your brother and companion, in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, 
who was on the I who was no Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos yeah. for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> now, if y'all don't know what or where Patmos is, Patmos is an island. I want to say it's like off of the the the, the shores of Italy almost, but um, it was a Roman prison island. And that's where John was sentenced to be. While he was having these visions, that's where he was. And he was recording them. I like what he says, where he says, he's given us a location. He's telling you where he was. But (laughs) when he says, your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom, and patience of Jesus Christ, we have to understand that during that particular time that the Romans were in control and they did not like anything pertaining to Christianity. Right, that's right. So when he says, both your brother and companion in the tribulation, guess what? They were going through some stuff. The yes, earlier, hey, the early Christians, we think we going through now. No. No way. Mm-mm. We no would, way. ain't no way in the world we would have went through what the early Christians went through for their belief. Yeah, that's the truth. Mm-mm-mm. And then I often wonder how many of us would be willing to say, okay, uh, you want, no, I'm not going to denounce my God. So, hey, if you don't kill me, go ahead on and kill me. Right, that's right. That just sends me on to a better life. Hmm. How many of us would be willing to do that or would we be scared? Because, see, these people faced being crucified, these people face being thrown to the lions for sport. Mm-hmm. Some of them were set on fire, tortured, mutilated. Uh, what they say, they were quartered, where they would tie their bodies to four different horses and make these animals take off and just rip them. Really? My, my, my. And guess what? We keep living and we keep witnessing. Yeah, we're going to see tribulation like that. Of course. And then he said, and kingdom. Yeah. Even though I'm going through all of this, even though we may be going through all of this, we are still in Jesus' kingdom. And his patience. Yes, Lord. My, my, my. That's what I got out of it. Since we've we've even lost this kind of discipline, 
that John is expressing here. We, 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 we've lost that in the kingdom. I mean, uh, not many of us that have it, and it's a discipline to which we desperately need to have if we are companions in the suffering and kingdom and the impatient endurance that are ours only in Jesus and to know that wherever we are, we are only here because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. Good gracious of life. See, it's, it's, it can't be for no other reason. If it is, then we're not really, quote, unquote, in the will of God in Christ Jesus. Because if we are to be witnesses unto him, how can we be a witness without being a witness for the testimony of Jesus Christ and him crucified? Dead, buried, rose again, ascended into heaven, interceding on our behalf, and is on his way back for his church. That's without spot, neither wrinkle. Hmm. So based on this word today, it's, it's whenever, and whenever we see the masculinity in Scripture, it is not gender specific. So right. let's let's make sure we're talking spirit. Spirit bear witness with our spirit to see that it is of God. And I firmly believe that if we are the carriers of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, and not just in the in a in a natural quote unquote sense, but more in the spirit realm of knowing that uh Thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path and help us to hide thy word in our hearts that we might not sin against thee. That we can almost say like John that he is not in prison because he's really not in Patmos only. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get too deep with this one, sis, because Mary, the mother of Jesus, was right there with him. And the key is, is that here it is, Jesus says, the son of man who's in heaven at that very moment when he was sitting upon the earth and was visible. So John might have said, well, I was in Patmos, but yet I was in heaven also. (laughs) And, And understand how we can be translated by being transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God is still speaking to every single one of us who have an ear to hear. We got to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us as his church. And he can reveal stuff to us that no one else has ever stated, no one else has ever quoted, nowhere else has ever been in our fellowship, in our relationship, in our communion with Christ as our Savior. He could show us just like he took John and showed John, because John was a willing recipient to 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 know that being a brother and a and a companion within the suffering, him being responsible for Jesus' mother, and he's out here on his island of Patmos because of the testimony of Jesus Christ. And here Mary is right there with him, wherein he's taking care of the mother of Jesus, because he gave her to him and him to her while he was yet dying on the cross. Yep. Mm-hmm. So who have the Lord connected us with that we still forsake it? 
Mm. My, 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 my. Good gracious of life. Who is it mm. that the Lord told us we're supposed to be connected with or connected to, and yet we still, you know, shifting and saying, well, you know, I don't know if this is the Lord or not, this, that, and the other. Well, you, you ought to know his voice by now to know when he speaks. Oh, See, that goes back to that thing about having a relationship with him. That's the key. You know, it's, 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 we got, okay, and I know I might be straying a little bit. However, when we pray, we get down, oh, Lord, thank you for this, this, and this, and Lord bless, blah, 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 and then you get up. Mm. That's not prayer. Thank you. Prayer is a conversation. He say it, sis. That's right. Two-way at that. It's a conversation. You That's speak true. and he speaks. He yes. speaks and you speak. Even if he don't speak, it's still spoken. Okay? That's it. That's right. All throughout the day, he said, pray without season. In other words, Talk to me all the time. There you go. Just don't talk to me when you're in trouble. Oh, Lord, I want you to bless me to get out of this mess. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you was doing good, you didn't think about saying nothing to me then. Come on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, think about us as parents and our children. If our kids didn't call us every day or through at least two or three times a week, and then the next time we hear from them, Mama or Daddy, can you help me do so-and-so and so? Oh, but what about these last few weeks? You ain't even called to see how I was doing. But now when yeah. I hear from you, you're begging. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you think he feel the same way? Say it, say it. That's the truth. So, yeah, John had that opportunity. Like so many of us, we have that opportunity. Yeah, we may be down here in this tribulation, but we're also in heaven also because we know how it's going to end. That's right. He shows us the ending to take us back to the beginning to work towards that. So he said, yeah, I am the is, I am the was, and I am the one to come. John, hey, I am glad that I was there with him. Yeah, we going through this right now, but guess what? I'm still glad, like Preacher just said, I got the honor of taking care of this man's mama. I'm still here, and I'm bearing witness to all of this. My, my, my. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And I appreciate John because he also has the attitude of, I don't care whether you believe me or not. I know what I see. I know what I don't say. That's right. Conviction for sure. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Because preacher... I shared with you a vision of what I had when I was a kid. And I had some people to tell me, oh, no, you just saw the glory. Oh, you didn't see. 
I know what I saw. I know what I, I know felt. Right. I don't care whether you believe me or not. I know where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably what makes me even more determined to want to get back there, okay? I know that's right. Sis. I know that's right. I know that's right. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then what I look at, too, preacher, is if we go back up to that other verse where it was talking about uh, mourning and whether we done got our act together or not on this side of the grass, like you said, what we do over here determines how we're going to end up over there. That's right. And that's the reason why Pastor is saying, <laughs> come to him now while he is still being the Savior. Yeah, yeah. Because when he comes back, he's coming back as the warrior and the judge. My mind, that's the truth. My, my mind. Mm. I would oh take advantage of coming to him now. Yeah. Rather than talk about, I got time, I got time. No, you don't really. No, no. Mm -mm. There's a parable where he talks about the rich man, and he was telling him, you know, oh, well, I got time. And then he came that night and said, oh, thou fool, your soul yeah. is not required of thee. Because he thought, I got time. No, you don't. No. Because we don't know when he's going to say, all right, it's time, Benny, really, it's time for you to come on up. Yeah, yeah. We don't know when he's going to say, all right, Connors Mobley, it's time for you to come on up. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We sure don't. But at least we took advantage of the situation while he's still the Savior. Because like we say, when he comes back, he's coming back as the warrior and the judge. Yeah. Pastor said that earlier in our teaching. When we be mourning, yeah, we're going to be mourning because some of us is, is going to be welcomed in and some of us is going to be turned away. Say it. That's right. And none of us can judge where each other is going to be. Because it's going to be a surprise if any of us make it, okay? Lord, help us. I tell people all the time, I got this closet that I got this trunk in, and it's got chains on it, and I got skeletons in there. That's the reason why I say I can't judge nobody. And every once in a while, one of them old bones preacher want to kind of stick out. So guess what? I have to push it back in there, push the top back down, and relock that bad boy, okay? My, my, my. 
We cannot judge, but we are asking you all to please come to him now while he is still the gracious Savior, because when he comes back, it's going to be too late. I know that's the truth. It's going to be too late. Who? Okay. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we'll be picking up with verse 10 of the first chapter of Revelation. And this is where John is going to be starting to be told to write. He's going to be commanded to write. And you all, if you, if you please, read ahead. And like I said yesterday, if you got any questions, you can post them on our Facebook page, A Word from the Word Ministries. And guess what? This will spark discussion not only amongst us as the teachers, but as you all. We'll see and hear the different opinions and the different points because everybody reads it differently. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we want to hear. We want to hear from you all. Um, there may be questions posted for you all to answer. Mm. This is an interactive thing. We want to see where you are. We want you to understand the word, period. It's not about denomination. No, it's not. It's about a word from the word. Before we close, Pastor, you got any closing remarks? Well, sis, we celebrate each one of you today, and we celebrate your life that is hid with Christ in God. And we celebrate how God is using each one of us in this end-time season. I want you to know that the Lord truly loves you. He cares just for you. I used to hear it back when I was a child that if we were the only one on the planet called Earth, God still would have sent his son to save us if we were yet still lost. And it's the great joy about his great love toward us is that it is not like man's love. God's love, Lord have mercy, is so long-suffering. And he's gentle and he's kind and he's merciful and he's patient and the list is endless. And so Pastor Evangelist Benny Riddle and myself, is it literally on one accord because we are concerned about you, 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 and especially you, and to let you know you're not in this walk by yourself. We've come alongside to hold your arms up while you're going through so you can come on out. Lord, have mercy. And we can shout the victory that we already have in Jesus. So stay encouraged, and you got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. And note that he doeth all things well, and that he has not forsaken you. He has not forgotten you. He has not turned anywhere except 
coming closer to you and to me and to us to let us know my word will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that to which it hath been sent out to do. Amen. 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 Um, before, before we pray out of here, I want to share a word of hope. Okay, yesterday morning I was uh, looking at CBS Morning News, and since this coronavirus thing been rolling around, and everybody has been on high alert. The world itself has come to a standstill. Um, but the story that came on the morning news yesterday was about, it was about one, two, three. It was like about three or four people, okay? And these people survived the coronavirus, okay? And what I loved was this. Each and every last one of them, yes, they did say the doctors and the nurses, you know, took care of them, but they said, but the number one thing that got them through that was their faith in God. My, my, my. Wow. Wow. They said that was the strongest medicine that they had. When man was about to count them out, when they Mm. were talking about where we're going to have to put them on this ventilator or we're going to have to take them off of this ventilator, guess what? The one man said, the one man said, God breathed into his lungs and healed his lungs when they were talking about he wasn't going to make it. An 87-year-old. Now, this is the elderly, and, and, and this is a person, they were saying that he has so many pre-existing conditions. All right? This 87-year-old said, yes, I got all of that, what they said. Okay? However... When I got in here, yeah, the nurses and the doctors, they started pumping me with the antibiotics. Yes, they did. But I'm here to tell you, the main thing that got me through this was my faith in God. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Yeah. My, 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 my. So this, this should be encouraging not discouraging, but encouraging. I know it it was for me when I heard it. Yeah. I floated on that all day. I said, see, Lord, some of us is still not, we're not ashamed to give you your praise. That's the truth. My, my, my. So, you know, I just want us to stay encouraged continue to rebuild our relationship with our creator. If he even brought us through so many other things, what makes us think he won't bring us through this? Come on here. That's the truth. So we ask you all to join us tomorrow, and we'll be picking up, like I said, Revelation, the first chapter. And we'll be picking up with the 10th 
verse. Pastor, will you pray us out, please, sir? I would be most honored to. Father, we say thank you for this time you've allowed us to share together. Thank you for John's life, your brother and companion in the suffering and in the kingdom, being patient and endurance that was also in you. And, Father, we say thank you for our life today that is hid with Christ in God so we can affirm and stand on your word that there is no weapon that is formed against us that shall prosper, for we are more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself for us. So we speak life, we speak wellness and wholeness, we speak recovery, renewal, revival, restoration. We, we, we speak thy word into every individual's inner ear that we all may have an ear to hear that which the Spirit of God needs to say unto us, your church. So strengthen every mother, every father, every son, every daughter. Strengthen in the name of Jesus. And we rejoice in you now because we believe you by faith that the answered prayer is answered by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Like I said, uh, drop us a line, a word of encouragement. You can write to us at a word from the word ministries, 2631 Graboy, G-R-A-B-O-I-S, Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63118. And please add to Sweet 803. So that's a word from the word ministries, 2631 Gravoy, G as in girl, R Robert, A Apple, V Victor, O Oscar, I Ida, S as in Sam, Avenue, Sweet 803, St. Louis, Missouri, 63118. And remember, God loves you, and we do too.